All right, what's up, everybody, and welcome to Video Game Purist Episode 7. I am one of your hosts. My name is Fred Rojas, and joining me from the East Coast, Mr. Trees. How are you, sir? There are people weeping in Massachusetts today, Fred. Are there? Did you you know why? No. Well, I do, but I'm leading you on. Tom Brady. Tom Brady has left the Pats. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I missed that. <laughs> I caught that, but I missed that. Yes. So. Yes. So uh, there you go. I'll lead with that. I don't care for the record. Um, I'm not a big New England sports guy. But I just thought that was funny. Everybody's losing their minds over that today. You know? Yeah. So what's up with you? Um. Not too, too much. Uh, you know, just hanging around, just getting Same. to know the uh, downstairs pretty well. Um, oh, my God. Speaking of my downstairs, it's in disarray right now, Fred. Oh. The podcast studio is in disarray. Oh, no. You don't yeah. say. And then right when we get done tonight, I must I have to dismount, dismantle the studio and uh, move it. Because uh, I have my hot water heater broke this morning. Oof. So we've had no hot water all day. And uh, it's right, as you know, you know, I'm nestled in nicely between the hot water heater and the fuse box of the basement. So that means the desk and uh, all the equipment has to be moved back. So when they come and work on it tomorrow morning, you know, good times. Mm-hmm. Someone once told me, I think I've said this before to you, bumps in the road, Fred. Bumps in the road. Do you know what that means? I don't know if I do. It means like uh, like right now my water heater is busted. Right? And mm-hmm. you're stressed out. And you're consumed with getting a new water heater. And you're like, this is a pain in the balls. I got to move all this shit. People coming. I got to spend money. I, we just got to make it through tomorrow. And get it done. That's a bump in the road. You get over that bump in the road, and guess what, Fred? More bumps in the road. That's what that means. It means when it, you know, you're always trying to get done with something. And then when you get over it, you don't even have time to go, ah, more bumps in the road are coming. It's endless. <laughs> it's an endless, bumpy road. That's what I'm saying. Is that bleak? Is that too bleak? <laughs> nah. Nah, I get it. That's how I feel, but, though. You know, so I found out my uh, my problem with uh, with uh, remember how I said last week with the guy coming over or no it was probably two episodes ago guy coming over critters in the wall thing like that oh yeah 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 I found out what it is it is things in the walls yeah what is it uh, it's, it's birds <laughs> they got into my uh, dryer vent oh, so ventilation. Worse. Some people have like different versions of it. So I think it's important to note, I have a metal plate on the outside of my house mm-hmm. and it's heavy so the birds can't get in there. And he, uh, this, this bird lifted it up and he's gotten in there. And so the guy's going to come over. But of course, I'm like, when can you come over? When can you come over? He goes, oh, we're real busy right now. Yes, yes. Because I know live things in houses is the number one thing. Um and he goes, but yeah, I can get out there uh, this Friday. So he's coming out this Friday. And he goes, and I'll, uh, we've got a th- cover on there that'll stop the birds from getting in. 
and then we'll take a look at uh, what they've done. Because usually they've just made a nest right inside. We can just reach in there and yank it out. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, though, we got to rip out your wall and do some duct work. And he goes, but don't you worry. We only charge $125 an hour for that plus uh, resources. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we most likely won't have to do that. We would hate to do that. We would hate it. <laughs> It really goes against everything we stand and for. Here's this company. what I can't get rip around. Your wall out, charge you for it. <laughs> the guy's got a New Zealand accent, which I find quite amusing. He's a real mild mannered dude, mm-hmm. and he looks kind of like Cliff Blazinski. <laughs> so <Nice. it's, laughs> I I wanna I wanna trust him. I wanna give him the benefit of the doubt. Don't trust people with accents. Just because they have a cool accent doesn't make them trustworthy. And they know that too. It's hard to have in real. It's probably gets you. So he sucks you in. Yeah. 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 So. But yeah. So that's going on. But at least now when I hear it, I'm like, fucking birds be putting sticks and shit in my dryer vent. <laughs> How dare they? <laughs> Teach these animals a lesson. <laughs> First mice and the birds. I'll smoke them out. I'll blast a bunch of uh, hot air at them, right? Because people are like, well, are you not running the dryer? I said, no. Like, Why not? I have to they run have the dryer. Of, they yeah. fly out of there. You do that. Yeah. Well, they might love it. Put on a tank top, <laughs> kick their feet up. They might be like, this is great. Serving martinis and shit. Oh, my God. Those eggs incubating twice as fast. <laughs> they love it. I don't know, man. It's one thing, you know, yesterday. <clears throat> so our dishwasher busted, right, Fred? Mm-hmm. It's been going forever because it was old, like really old. It was like put in when the house was made like 17 years ago. It was like the only dishwasher in the neighborhood that's still original. Everybody swapped his out by now and we still have the original one. And uh, it got real bad. Where First, it was like shoving it to get it to go on, to stay on, like pushing it in. And then it would go on. Then it Then we resorted to kicking it, right? Because as you do. Give it a good, like, Fonzie hip thrust, whatever. Mm-hmm. Then it would go on. Then it resorted to taping it. Like, we had a roll of masking tape, and we would have to tape the door tightly shut to get it to run. And then it finally gave up the goose, uh, and we had to go get it. So I had to go get a dishwasher yesterday, and uh, <clears throat> I decided. I recently to- replaced one of those. That's fun. It was, especially because. Um, so, you know, when you get them, you got to do electrical, right? Yeah, I should point out I'm not handy enough to put in a dishwasher, although my wife seemed pretty convinced she could do it after watching it, but we did get installers to do it. Oh, okay. So, I, not me. So, uh, okay. I flip mine, and first you have to you gotta take off the power supply pot, like the thing, mm-hmm. and you got you to gotta rewire, you got to wire in a plug. Mm-hmm. Right? You think... Modern stuff would just be plug and play, but no, you, you have to buy. It. Like we had to buy the cord. Yes, you buy the cord. You wire it in, cap it off. Did that. Drainage hose, simple. I know where that goes. Uh, but then the water, the hot water that you connect to it. Mm-hmm. So I'm old school. I use. I'm used to everything being metal, right? Sit, no, you screw in the things. Plastic metal. now is now they're plastic now, yeah. <laughs> and it makes no sense to me. This. To me, it shouldn't work. You shouldn't be able to screw a metal thing onto a plastic thing and have it be uh-huh. tight. And sure enough, I, you, they, you you have to buy this universal right connector. So I screw the thing on, and I'm like, this doesn't feel good, man. And the problem with the plastic is you, it feels like you can keep tightening it, 
But if you do that, you're going to strip the plastic threads. So I'm like, is this, I don't know. So I get it all buttoned up and like an idiot, instead of trying it out, I pushed it back against the wall <laughs> and I turned on the hot water <laughs> and I'm hearing the hot water run. And I'm like, I don't think I should be hearing that run. And then all of a sudden my, I feel a warm sensation on my knees. Oh, see, that is my nightmare. That is exactly why I get people to yeah. do this. And I look down. And hot water is gushing out from underneath the cabinets. And, I'm like, uh, and I go, That's, that shouldn't happen. Uh, so I turn that off and I pull it out. And sure enough, the hose isn't even on the dishwasher. It like flew off the minute the pressure hit the, the goddamn thing. And Trees is like, why do they make them fucking plastic? Why are they plastic? We, we all know what happened here. Yeah, it was good enough for my great-grandfather, Metal. It's good enough for me. Metal's What's expensive. going on here? Yeah, I know. So uh, I tried it again. I put uh, this time I flipped the dishwasher over, and I, I so I could see what I was doing. I put that back on there, and I turned the hot water on, and it sprayed everywhere. So I'm like, why, why won't disconnect this thing? Why? And then I did dis- disconnect the little water hose at one point, and the water was shooting out of it because I must not turn off the hot all the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I had problem closing it. So as I was finding a wrench to close it, water was shooting all over my kitchen, you know, mm-hmm. out of the hose. So that was good. Uh, and finally, my, my, I sent the picture to my buddy in the neighborhood. I said, hey, what is going on here? Here's my connectors. He says, do you have this? And he goes like, he's like, uh, some people are just better than us, Fred, right? <laughs> There's just some people that can look at shit. And this guy's an engineer, and he looked at the connector. He goes, that washer looks tiny the one that you bought for the universal thing. He goes, mine has a thick washer like this. And uh, the dishwasher came with like a thing you can screw on with a washer. And he goes, that washer looks good. Take the washer out of that and put it in the universal connector. So I swapped them mm-hmm. and screwed right on tight. Yeah. I Slid think in. our guys won't even use the stuff that comes with the dishwasher. They yeah. may just buy their own kit. Yeah, I bought the kit. Like, I bought a separate mm. kit, but the thing that was in the universal kit, the, it had a, the washer was too small. Yeah. So I just took the bigger washer out of the thing that came with the, the anyways. Oh, so you had the opposite. You followed yeah. the kit. And, yeah. Yeah, and it was it was junk. So anyways, that's hooked up. Um, seems to be working, Fred. I'll, I'll know when it starts raining out another week on top of my podcast table <laughs> in the basement here. Um so that stressed me out. Like you said, it's all funny games, but I actually was like sitting in my wet jeans in the kitchen. Like, you know when shit goes on full stop? Like, I just went, everything stopped and I just sat there for a little bit, <laughs> like with water <laughs> and wet towels and my wife mad at me because I didn't call somebody in the first place for help. And me trying to explain to her, but I did it right. I did it all correctly. It See, was I not my fault. I don't have this problem because I don't do that shit. <laughs> but here's the thing. Is one by one, I do these things and now I know them. And they're not That's, scary. Yes. No, you're smart. So, like, like, you know, I've, I've replaced so many things. Like I've hung sailing lights and I've done lights over and I've, I've done tons of stuff now. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm not afraid to knock that wall open. Like, I'm not afraid to move that. I know what's behind that. And now I know how to do a dishwasher. It's just, I took my sink apart and redid the plumbing. 
to put in a new sink. I did that. I figured it all out. But this one really wasn't my fault. It was a it was a shit universal connector. Anyways, uh, so yeah, I, I sat around like sick to my stomach, but I got it all done. But it still stressed me out. And uh and then I woke up to no no hot water this morning. <laughs> the broken water heater. Bumps in the road, Fred. Bumps. <laughs> Do you road. think they're related or no? No, this this okay. water. I didn't this, think so. I can't imagine how a dishwasher could. No, especially when you properly installed it, it was just the bad washer, the small a, washer, but too small. But no, well, we've had the pilot light kept going out on this thing. Do you know how to mm. relight your pilot light, Fred? Or do you I call do. someone to come? I actually <laughs> do know how to relight my pilot. Light. Do you remember the old days when I was a kid and we lived in a triple decker mm-hmm. where uh, I grew up. And it's it, my my dad was like owned the building uh, at first, you know, for a little bit he was a landlord. And I remember it would have a couple of water heaters in the basement, you know, for all the different floors. And I remember him going down there when they would go out with like a long match and lighting those old school. There was like a little hole you stuck the match in. Right. I remember that man. Nowadays you just pop that shit on like a barbecue. But yeah, I was popping on the pie light, and I'm like. To turn the turn the flame on under there, and if anybody looks in a water heater, if you're ever starting it yourself, it looks like a like a, f- a flame broiler under there when you turn it on. And it was not looking like that; it was looking very sporadic. And I'm like, that's not good. So I knew that thing was going. And I think it's because it cracked, and that whole chamber where the flame is uh, mm-hmm. has water in it, which is not good. So. Yeah. Luckily, the, this thing didn't crack open and spill all over the floor yet, and they're coming to take it in the morning. So, <laughs> and I will let you know when I replaced my hot water heater, it cracked as oh, they yeah. were driving down the driveway. Oh, thank to God, put huh? it away. So I got really lucky. So I I wouldn't worry about it at this moment. Mm-hmm. They, now um, that you got them coming, I wouldn't yeah. worry about it. The guy said, as long as there's no more water going into it and it's not heating up, it mm-hmm. should. Maintain, and he said when they come, they hook a hose to it and they drain it first. Mm. And Mine they couldn't do because what had happened was the glass that lines the inside of the hot water heater had shattered, and I had heard it rocking around in there the whole time, and didn't think anything of it. Mm. Mm. And then somebody came over and was like, a friend of mine came over and like heard like Julie started like a shower or something. He was like, mm-hmm. that does not sound right. <laughs> and I said, glass. yeah, but what are you going to do? And he goes, no, 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 no. What happens is the bottom of that thing rusts and then mm-hmm. it'll bust open. Oh, yeah. And so when they came over, they were like, this thing's about to bust. Uh, we got to just like wheel it out of here as fast as we can. And they did. And like, yeah, it burst in Ugh. the driveway. But he also said it wasn't necessarily that close. It's mm-hmm. just that they were banging it around, you know, trying to get it out, you know, and, and that could have had an effect on it. But either way, yeah, it spilled down my driveway and into a drain that's right there. That's fine, so man. We're, beneficial. we're going tankless, baby. Tankless. <laughs> there you, you go. think about that? We're, that's how you do it. We're diving into the future here. We're spending some some cash and getting us yeah. a, nice, a nice tankless up against the wall. I won't have this big eyesore next to me no more, Fred. Trees is All getting right? himself the Xbox Series X of uh, hot water heaters over here. I'll tell you what was funny. 12 teraflops. I'll tell you what was funny. The, the kid was down here. You know, you know, he's looking at, you know, where pipes can go. And we're talking about that stuff. Like, you know, oh, this looks good. This looks good. And he, he kind of stops and he, <laughs> he does his double take, sort of. But he's still, you know, when people are trying, like he's double taking, but he's still trying to talk about what we're talking about. And then he just 
He's like, nice. He's looking at my Sega CD, my Genesis on the <laughs> hooked up. It's it was just the situation. Funny. He's like, yeah, he was, and then okay. he just sort of. Now I know I have to pack all this shit away. I said, steal my shit. <laughs> <laughs> Games go missing that. But yeah, after we're done, I need to uh, wrap up the Sega CD and put it somewhere safe. Yeah, high, safe and high, just in case. Just in case. So, but man, yeah, well, cool. Do, but that you know that was the the bad shit this week. Yeah, you know, among universally bad stuff, this yeah. was immediate bad stuff, and um, and as you know, just being cooped up in the house with this shit is mm-hmm. like, oh my god. So, take a walk. I, I take lots of walks now. It's it, well, it's been raining out, rained all day in the rain. That's true. I got wet. My wife, my wife went out today with my daughter. She's she's working from home for a few weeks, and the kids home for a few weeks. So she, uh, they went out for a walk like around lunchtime just to get the hell out of the house. And they had shamrocks, like clovers, in little plastic bags, and they went around and hung them around the neighborhood. Oh, that's cool of them. Yeah, just sort of like something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Something. Well, I, uh, you know, without delving too deep into it, I work. Uh, in a building that has a bunch of lakes and ponds around it. It's a 2.8 mile track. And I am still uh, required to report to the office every day. So um, despite, I yeah, I don't, we'll just say this. I don't want to get into it. But despite mm-hmm. everything that's happened, everything that's been said, despite what our governor says, despite what everybody says, I don't think God himself could convince them. <laughs> and I am reporting to work. And nice. the good news is there's almost no one there. Because a lot of other uh, people in the same building uh, left. So I'm kind of private anyway. I, there there are, there's one other guy. Good old Mike. Good Mike. Good old Mike. Mike That's and I have our own private offices that are not near each other. We can easily <laughs> stick to that rule. And he and I keep the bathroom in pretty good condition. That's what I like about Mike. He's unaffected by things, you know? You know, you know what else is great? As far as I know, they they are there is no problem with toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that deal is. And Mike and I, we have come to an understanding that we are not interested in taking any of the toilet paper. Yeah. Aside from it being, I believe, illegal. Yeah. We're Mike. just not assholes. <laughs> so Mike. Me and Mike, we're cool just rolling with it. And right. whenever a toilet paper roll empties. The next day, a new one shows up. So, I would argue we're taken care of. Yeah, you know, you know if he goes missing, who to blame? Yeah. <laughs> and you're sitting so, in there with your jaws down, Mike. <laughs> you son of a bitch! I know it was you. <laughs> so anyway, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, right, so well, so I got the fitness trail. There you go. Are coming in a pretty good clip, so that that works out. So. But, well, you want to talk about some video games, some video games? Sure, man. I love video games. So you sent me a fun little text right off the bat. hmm And Microsoft just showed its whole ass. Like, yeah. <laughs> it just pulled its dick out and just dropped it on the table. <laughs> it gave the Series X to all the media outlets, a lot of major YouTubers, mm-hmm. and just was like, here, yeah. Here it is. So it's done. 
So you would know. So that so that went out to more people than that. Just that guy that I watch. Yes. Um, okay. To give him credit, though, like let's give the guy credit because he was the first. You texted me about it, and I enjoyed uh, watching his video. So, so, so Austin Evans is his name. And I, there we go. I, I, I subscribe. I've always watched him, and um, I just like his channel. He's just a tech guy, and he just. You know, he'll go to CS, he does this, he'll review, compare phones, or compare a lot of PC stuff. I'm not a PC guy, but it, I still, it still entertains me. You yeah, know he's straight up like, Austin Evans. Yeah, yeah Austin Four Evans. Four million subscribers, though. Yeah, he's he's no slouch. Yeah, they, no, they, he's got cash because they have a little studio. But I started watching him, I think I, I texted you about it, was just because I was randomly searching for, uh, just, you know, randomly recommended stuff. And uh, once every few shows, they do a, a mystery tech thing where his his nerdy his nerdy cameraman Ken, producer, will just spend a thousand dollars on like Amazon or like Wish dot com, like on tech weird tech stuff, and he'll just open it live and they check it out and play around with stuff, and uh, that amuses me. That's you know I think I text you. That's my kind of innocent internet shenanigans that I like. Uh, but again, they must have $1,000 in the budget to keep doing it along, among other high-end PCs they build all the time. So I think right. they're doing all right on that channel because he always has mad, crazy shit. So, but yeah, I, I got a... And he had an X, he had a Series X. On. I thought you were fucking with me. Yeah, you did. I've seen it because it popped up in my feed, obviously, because I subscribed to him. And yeah. I started watching it and I'm like, oh, he really does. I thought Sometimes he'll do like all other YouTubers, yeah. talk about what the specs could be and blah, blah, blah. Right. That's like, where I thought we were going. And, and then like, he whips oh, it out. And I was yeah, like, I'm like, oh. he's holding that thing. Yeah. And, then, so I said, <laughs> and I watched it for about 10 minutes to make sure he really, and he did. I mean, that you can see blurred out people sitting around in the mm -hmm. background that will probably jump on him if he says anything that he's not supposed to say. Oh, yeah. But, but I said it to you, you're like, because you never heard of him. So right away, you're like, is this, he looks legit. Well, looks he disassembled legit. it too, which I like. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you're showing, uh, it, it was funny though. The first game they're showing is Minecraft. <laughs> yeah. Of course. With ray, but it was cool. Like, is no Minecraft with ray tracing looked cool. So let's just, uh, for those that haven't seen it yet, and I did look at the digital foundry stuff, but basically what this is, is this is a powerhouse gaming PC. I have often talked about the fact that I have a roughly $1,500 gaming PC, um, spec nerds out there, let's just knock them out real quick. I have an i7 7700K, not overclocked, uh, six core processor. Wait, maybe it's an eight core. No, it's gotta be an eight core. Maybe it's, yeah, it's an eight core with hyper threading. That's what I have. Anyway, and it's, uh, it's got, um, I've got a, uh, 32 gigs of DDR4 RAM. I've got a, RX RTX 2080 that is uh the big ray tracing ones the only stronger cards that are out there mine's a 2080 overclocked so there is the 2080 super which was later released and the 2080 ti the 2080 when i bought it was 800 dollars for the graphics card alone the super now goes for about 800 dollars and it's like a little half step stronger and the 2080 ti was 13 and I think still is $1,300. And that's where I was like, you know, when, you, when you're when you not spending the money, you hear 800 and you hear 1,300 and you're like, or yeah, and you're like, mm, what's 500 bucks? But trust me, when you're actually paying cash and I paid cash out of pocket for it, 
and I'm not just throwing it on a credit card and forgetting about it. I paid cash for it. $500 is a lot. So I went with the 2080. Anyway, at face value, the Series X was supposed to be roughly the same strength as my gaming PC. What we're finding is that because, and I've talked about this a lot, Trees, is the whole uh, work smarter, not harder concept. (laughs) And this is the part that I think a lot of uh, pundits miss when they talk about gaming PCs, is that gaming on a PC is not the same as a console. And the easiest proof of that, aside from like your opinion or something, is that if gaming on a PC was so much like gaming on a console, people would just do it. Console gaming would die. It would not be an industry. And it definitely wouldn't be blowing away the PC gaming industry at the clip that it is. Mm -hmm. The second thing is with gaming, it's just like, let's just throw power at it. You know, I talked about it last week. Watch Dogs. Watch Dogs is horribly optimized. Um, Yes, my 2080 can brute force a 1080p 60 signal out of it that runs pretty much smooth, that looks gorgeous. But let's not pretend that a far inferior PlayStation 3 or even Xbox 360 can also run Watch Dogs at 720p, Mm -hmm. 30 frames a second, and it looks okay. And it can run Watch Dogs at 1080p, 30 frames a second on a PlayStation 4 or an Xbox One. And you start to go, okay, so... We're paying an awful lot of money for a very small improvement. You know what I mean? Right. And so what this proves, what he proves in that video, and then what Digital Foundry proves even stronger, is that because these things are built from the ground up, and they are dedicated gaming machines, Mm -hmm. they are capable of doing so much more with so much less. So what it's saying is, yeah, your gaming PC and the Xbox Series X have the same hardware under the hood ish but because the xbox one series x or sorry the xbox series x only needs to play games Mm -hmm. we are going to utilize that power in very specific ways and Mm -hmm. as a result it destroys what my pc is capable of Mm. And it also does some other really cool things like adding hdr to non-hdr games That is dope as hell. Mm -hmm. And that is something I use a lot. And so I want your opinion, but what I will say is first glance, I suddenly went, I need one of the new consoles. (laughs) And we now know what Microsoft is packing. Mm -hmm. And Sony, I'm mildly discouraged by by, by their behavior in general. But Sony always said they would respond in kind the moment Microsoft did. And I've always had an issue with that. I don't know why, but we saw it, right? Sony Mm -hmm. tomorrow. We are recording this on Tuesday nights. If you haven't figured out, we record on Tuesday nights. Uh, Wednesday morning. Sony's uh, Wednesday morning at 11 a.m. Central Time, which is where I am. You're Eastern, Mm -hmm. so it's noon. Uh, Sony's going to show it off. So uh, Mm -hmm. Sony's going to show us the PS5. Tomorrow in a live stream. Um, has the look of the PS5 been confirmed or just rumors? No, nope, I think that's what that will probably be. They probably show off that and specs. Tomorrow. Do they do? Do they do a kooky design, or do they stick with the the VCR format looking? I'm betting on a VCR format. I'm betting the PlayStation Five 
will look very similar to the PlayStation 4, which, if we're being clear, looked pretty similar to the PlayStation 3. Right, they are the same. Which also looked pretty similar to the PlayStation 2. Like, I do think they will stay in line with that. I think the whole pizza slice warmer design that you saw Mm -hmm. will not be what we will see, but it won't, like, blow my mind if it is. Uh, But I think we were just seeing basic dev kits that were focusing on ventilation while they figured out the ergonomics of it. Mm -hmm. And and what we will see is a sleek-looking VCR box, as you kind of put it. I like the the tower look of the Series X. Yeah. In the way the slot is and stuff. And And big on verticality. And I'm, I'm assuming you can lay that thing down. You yes, know. you can. So, so I will tell you that that design is akin to, I have the Scorpio edition of the Xbox One X. Okay. And that came with a vertical stand, but it's not like <laughs> the PlayStation 2 had a vertical stand. It was mm-hmm. like two pieces of plastic that you yeah, just kind of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is actually part of the system itself. It's in the mold. Oh, nice. And so you can slide it out and then lay it down like a normal Xbox One S or X. Um, but you can keep it vertical, and I have always kept mine vertical and uh, never had a problem. Yeah, they slowly morphed the Xbox into a PC tower. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they really did. Yeah. Um, so at this point, based off of what I've seen, I think I'm all for the Xbox One Series X. Sorry, the Xbox Series X. Mm-hmm. The Xbox. Yeah, um, Xbox, PlayStation yeah. 5 is going to have exclusives that probably will not come to PC. That is a consideration I have to make. However, if PlayStation spec are weaker or more importantly, if they don't seem to be utilizing the tech the way Microsoft is, and to be fair, nobody's really weaving this tech anyway, mm-hmm. other like Microsoft is. They're very intelligent people. So it'd be hard, but I never, I'll let Mark Cerny talk. Um, and that whole HDR on non-HDR games, if that's fully confirmed, so far we've just seen examples of it. I want to see it like actually dedicated. And maybe I haven't read enough up, and I don't think he said it in your video, uh, but I have to go back and rewatch. But that's enticing. Um, so it's really going to come down to... I don't... <laughs> I like the more powerful of whatever the two is going to be, but if they are pretty similar, it's just going to be like, what experience am I going to do more? And mine might not be in line with most people because I like going back and revisiting games. And while you might like to play games from time to time, like, do you go back like once a year and replay the same game over and over again? I don't know if you Mm, do. Not really. No, I don't have habits like that, like traditions. Like, yeah. I had to set a rule in 2020 that I would not play games I've already played again. And the only one I broke was Resident Evil 3, but I was like, well, that's an exception because I want to compare it to the new game coming mm-hmm. out. So it's like, you know, but... I mean, I tend to do that more with old games, like Genesis games is something I can put, put modern games. No. Once I'm kind of seeing all the nuts and bolts and stuff, I'm, and I played through it, um, I'm good. You know, I know people mm-hmm. like to replay, like, I'm going to, I replay Silent Hill 2 every Halloween. It's like, no, I'm good. I'm done. <laughs> you know, I play Zelda every spring. It's like, good for you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm happy for you. I'm not doing that, you know. Right. Not my thing, man. I got, I have limited time to be replaying the same shit over and over again. 
you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I guess I reserve games like Tetris Effect and stuff for that if I'm replaying something, something that's not, you know, story driven. If I'm going to keep replaying stuff once in a while, but no, story based stuff, I've seen it once, like, you know. I don't care about multiple multiple endings. I'm good. I watch them on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and and I. You sound, you sound sad. I'm sorry. No, I'm trying to think about it. Like, it's not really for multiple endings or anything. There's just there's something I get for like revisiting them. Although one thing that I find makes me maybe I'm not unique, but I feel like people don't talk about this is like going back and playing. I don't know. A perfect example of this is altered beast. Have I ever told you the story of when Julie and I played altered beast? No. So, so altered beast, good old Genesis game. I was telling Julie, I was like, this, I don't even remember if autumn was born yet. And I was like, all right, let's play this game, altered beast. And she goes, okay, what's altered beast. And I said, this is a game I played in arcades, but it came out on the Genesis and it was a big deal. And you're basically two dudes and you're running around beating up goblins and zombies and all kinds of stuff, but you turn into a monster in each level and uh, a beast and you get to fight the boss with it. And she goes, okay. And I said, yeah, this is, this is great. So let's play it. (laughs) So we started playing it. And um, she gets the first orb and he goes, power up. And his shirt just kind of falls away. Mm-hmm. And she goes, oh, <laughs> he got bigger. And I said, yeah. And she goes, that's interesting. And then he gets the second one. He goes, power up. And she goes, oh, my God, he's like naked. Yeah, <laughs> He's like really buff. And I said, yeah. And she goes, is this game like, like latently homosexual? And I said, well, I never thought about it, <laughs> but now that you bring it up, mm-hmm. I could see it. I don't think that was the developer's goal, but I could see it. I said, to be fair, lots of video games from the eighties are latently homosexual, I think. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, uh, but I was like, I don't know. And then we became the monsters and she goes, Oh, this wolf thing is cool. So fast forward, uh, because I don't want to describe the whole thing, and Trees, you've, anyone who's played this knows this, you get to about level three. I think that's when you become the bear. Mm-hmm. And she goes, you know what was really cool? That first level when you became the wolf. You know what hasn't been cool since? Everything after it. And I said, yeah, you know, this game isn't that good anymore. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's not, it's not good at all. Um, and it's one of those things where it's like, I can acknowledge those things. Or like when you go back and you're like, uh, you know, like for some reason when I play through final fight, I'm like still good. Mm -hmm. I can attack like Abigail's not a great boss anymore and things like that. And it's a little long in the tooth, but like, I still like it, but I'm not blind to it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not like, Oh, if a game's like bad, I'm not like, yes, this is the best. Mm -hmm. Like even night trap. It's like, I got to take it in small doses, even though I I have a, a huge affinity for it. And so I do like going back to games, but I won't go back to them if I'm not drawn to them. But there are just some games that are just like a breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it really kind of broke my heart because I was playing through Resident Evil 3 and it wasn't as enjoyable as I remember it being. Yeah. It wasn't terrible, but I was kind of fighting my way through the middle part of that game. Mm-hmm. Resident Evil 3's middle part is a little fighty. Um and so, uh, you know, and that just gets frustrating. I actually played Resident Evil 1, Trees. I didn't tell anybody about this. I played Resident Evil 1 over the holidays. 
and uh, the original PlayStation One version. Ooh. And I was playing through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As Chris, <clears throat> I was going for a rescue everybody Chris run, and I got to like. Oh, where was I? I got to the underground moss area where the hunters really start getting crazy. Right. And I got to this point where they were cutting my head off like every time I would reload. And I think you might know the area. It's when you're trying to unlock everything to get to where you fight the the tarantula. Okay. Do you remember this? Uh, Vaguely. You're kind of in an underground area. You find this guy on Rico. He gets shot. He's trying to tell you Wesker's a bad guy. And you're just running around in these underground sewers. There's this scene where there's a rock, and as you run away from it, it rolls after you, and you got to hide from it. And you solve a couple of different areas and a couple of mazes, and then you eventually just come to a a big tarantula that's a boss battle. Hmm. And then you end up in the Umbrella Labs. So it's kind of like the the end. If you split the game into five parts, which it really is, that's part four out of five. And I just kept, I was lower on health. I hadn't managed my stuff too well. And I was too far from, you know, a box and whatnot. And I just kept getting my head cut off. And I just went like three or four tries. And I was like, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm good. I know where this goes. I know where this ends. Mm-hmm. I, I think I'm good. And that kind of bothered me a little bit. Booted up the uh, remake, though. And played mm-hmm. about an hour of that. And I was like, oh, okay, this still feels awesome to me. Okay, okay, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yeah. I think the only game that I played multiple playthroughs of was Mass Effect. You know, gotcha. I loved I loved Mass Effect for some reason. There was something about it. But I, I was also, like, achievement hunting. So I was also mm-hmm. – because I played through it, like, eight times. And I got, like – you know, I, I, I got a 1,000 points or whatever. Like, I got all the points on the first Mass Effect. I did all the achievements. But – um. I don't know if that that wasn't a tradition thing. That was just I just really enjoyed the game. Like I didn't go back to it. I, I've gone back to it since when it's been released. You know, re-released mm-hmm. backwards compat, and I've never finished it. I played a good chunk of it. You know, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, like you said, it's like I, I said, but there's other stuff to do. You know, I think most of the old games that I revisit and play through are games that I've never finished back then. Mm-hmm. You know, like I replayed Wind Waker on the Wii U, but that's because I had never beaten on the GameCube. Yeah, but also, and, and my, stop me if I'm wrong about this, but there's a certain area. I want to say it's roughly PlayStation 2 area, GameCube, you know, that kind of era. Mm-hmm. That was when games started to become like, by default, beatable. To a certain mm-hmm. extent, that was true of PlayStation 1, but PlayStation 1 has plenty of games where I'm like, I'm not going to beat this game. Mm-hmm. Before then, it was not a guaranteed you will beat this game, other than RPGs. In fact, I kind of, you know, the the, the age-old joke is people who love JRPGs growing up were the people who sucked at video games. Yeah. <laughs> I, so. I remember seeing a, um, I don't know if it was on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook. It's one of those social media things. Might have been Reddit. Can't remember. But it was um, almost what you're talking about here, but it was somebody posting a picture of, um, I want to say it was Bloodborne. Mm-hmm. And they were like, basically like, oh, my annual playthrough of Bloodborne or whatever like that, you know? And I'm like, mm-hmm. you don't really enjoy Bloodborne. You just like making this post saying that you <laughs> that you play Bloodborne. <laughs> like, right. you know what I mean? Like, 
no one enjoys playing Bloodborne. More Actually, than I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna be honest. I do enjoy playing Bloodborne, but there are times I, it's happened like three times, and I obviously didn't finish the game. Uh, not because it was too hard, but I just wanted to walk away for a while. There are times where I'm just like, I need to not play this game mm-hmm. for a week. But and again, actually, I forgot what game I got so pissed off at. I had to do that recently. There was a recent game. It doesn't matter what it was. And I was like, I can't play you for like a week. And it wasn't mm-hmm. like Magic where it was online or something. It was like a single player game. Right. And I was like, but, I can't play you for a week. But with your Bloodborne, at least you've never beaten it. So at least right. you're, you're chipping away at it. Right. This guy was just right. like, here we go again. Another run through a Bloodborne. <laughs> I'm like, you just like saying that to people. Well, it's, I kind of go back to that age old thing. It's like these people have never been particularly. Uh, strong in my opinion it seems like they've never been particularly strong at other games or they've never really dedicated themselves to other games and Mm. now it's like this weird culmination of like I have determined this game is worthy of my time and it is presenting a worthy challenge Mm -hmm. and now it is the only thing I will play until the end of time (laughs) Listen, you want a challenge? Try cleaning up my kitchen. <laughs> That's all in life. I don't want to sit down after that. Like after that was done, you think I want to sit down and be stressed out and fucking on edge of my seat? No. 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 <laughs> it's like, no. No, wanna... but that's that's the difference, right? I think life situations yes, also of course, yes. are a major factor. I know. I'm only kidding. When I was 19 or 20, I would play Resident Evil 2 all night long, one playthrough. Well, I love it. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, you were saying that. And well, and and Jam still does it. Like Jam can still rock those. He does uh, it once a year. And I think he was recently, uh, I know he was recently tweeting within the last six months that he just rocked through one, two, and three, uh, like no God save, a, a rank runs, you know? Uh, I don't um, think, I don't think my attention span's there anymore. I've had nights where I have free to do what I want. Uh huh. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to fuck it. And after about an hour, I'm like, eh, what else can I do? Well, I think that's why a lot of people <laughs> like the Assassin's Creed formula or the Ubisoft formula, if walk I will. Walk away, yeah. Just Where it's, go a few well, no, it's just like away. checklists, right? Yeah. It's the same controls they've had for like a decade. And every game is just a bunch of checklists. Yep. Yep. Um, and, you know, people like to criticize that. And you, you and I are like... So let me just say it. Like, there are buzzwords I'm about to use here, but call it what you want. A spade's a spade. But I don't feel there's a need to gatekeep to say like, oh, well, a game in my opinion does this, that. No, fuck it. Like like Candy Crush is a game, okay? It's a game. It's Mm -hmm. a dumb game I don't want to play. But if you do, man, boy, we have a lot we could talk about. And whether or not Candy Crush is something you should be playing where it doesn't affect me is probably the last thing we should be chatting about. Mm. And so that's kind of my take on it. But yeah, like I, again, we go back to the age old thing trees. I've been watching uh, people complain about how they're alone in their apartment with their cat and they're struggling with it. And it's like, why don't I lock you up with a fucking snarky ass eight year old and see how you feel after yeah. six days? You think your cat's a problem? Yeah, I got I, two dogs that mm-hmm. are angels. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and my dog is damn near ready to take out the Amazon guy. We don't have Amazon deliveries. Like mm-hmm. we're not against it. I have. It's not a political stance. We just haven't ordered anything from Amazon. We don't regularly order from Amazon. But that little truck's driving through the neighborhood every day, and yeah, and yeah, Jacks, 
Jack's just in the bay window, just like, get that truck someday. (laughs) (laughs) And it's funny because sometimes I get pissed off and I open the door and I'm like, go get him. And he just holds back, right? He's like, he's like, why'd you have to do that? Yeah. I just want to bark. I just want to bark at him. Come on. Usually you aren't home. I can just bark at him when you're not here and you don't care. Everybody knows I'm not a biter. He's a 10-year-old wiener dog with half his teeth missing. He yeah. doesn't care. Come on, man. I can't hop off on a couch. Think I'm going after that truck. My leg's not big enough to get on the counter. No. no. Yeah, you take this guy in a mile walk, he's ready to die, right? Because yeah. he's walked the equivalent of 10 miles by oh, his height. You need to help me up on the bed. You think I'm getting that truck? Oh, he's not allowed in the bed because his bladder can't be trusted anymore. Yeah, um, yeah he's a mess. Yeah. Hot mess. <laughs> Dog's a hot mess. <laughs> so, but anyway, I we know. got off on a way. I don't know how that go. We went from the Xbox Series X or whatever to. Oh, because that. I was ta- I was talking about HDR on. There you go. That. My draw to the Series X is playing old games that uh, that are that are mm-hmm. fancier looking. I don't know why I care, but I do. Hey, what kids? That's what. Uh, so. yeah. I'm excited. I'm I'm yeah. always excited for new. Hardware. So let me tell you, this current generation of an Xbox One, right? Yeah, an Xbox yeah, One. Yeah, that's what it's called. <laughs> I'm thinking there's so many names. I'm like, X? No, I don't have the X. <laughs> so Xbox One. I have the original Xbox One, and I have the original PlayStation 4. I don't have a Pro. I don't have none of that. And I'll tell you what. <clears throat> the, the PlayStation 4, I like the software. I hate the hardware. Mm-hmm. X my Xbox One, I like the hardware, hate the software. Does that make sense? Yeah. My PlayStation 4 runs like a charm, but the fucking thing is always turning on by itself. It's ejecting discs. The disc won't stay in the goddamn thing. It's a mess. Right? But it runs fine. My Xbox Does won't. it? Does it? <laughs> the actual the interface, if I've downloaded games and stuff, it, it runs fine. I don't mind the interface. Okay. Everything runs fine. It's the hardware. Something's wrong with the switch. It's ejecting the goddamn yeah. disc in the middle of the night. Turns itself on. From not sleeping mode, it's totally off. And then... Right, like you do a full power down. Yeah, like I and do. I wake up yeah. in the morning and the thing's beep, 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 beep. And there's a disc. And the, the tray's going nuts, you know, the motor. It's like, what is going on with this thing? It's possessed. But the Xbox One, my Xbox One, it's like <laughs> nothing works on the thing ever. Like the no. external drive is always okay. not connecting, then it is connecting, then it disconnects in the middle of a game. The the menus are slow. You boot up a game, it will boot me out to the fucking <laughs> thing and says, oh, it took too long for this to start. It's like, well, why? It's a... <laughs> Not do, yeah, it's a mess. All you need to do is buy a, a pro and an X. Yeah, so that's what I'm no, saying. I... So it's like I have problems with each one, different things. So I'm ready. And I'm a sucker because most people would be like, I'll never buy another piece of this thing ever. And I'm like, not me. Just I, I'll buy the new one. Give me the new one. <laughs> give give me a new one. one. Give me the play one. with the old ones. It's fine. Give me the old one. So yeah. I'm looking forward. I always look forward to new new shit, man. Me too. Me too. And I'm not going to let cynicism and speculation hold me down. That's why. As far as we know, these consoles are coming this year in abundance and we'll be fine. Listen, man. That's why I watched that Austin Evans kid. Evan Austin. Yeah. I mean, whatever the fuck. Austin Evans. That's why I yeah. watched that kid. He's not snarky. 
He's he's you know? generally happy and enthused about everything. And goofy. Yes, he is. And that's mm-hmm. refreshing, man. He's just a nerd. He's a nerd. He's just a fucking nerd. I love it. Yeah, it's great, so. man. So, yeah. So, anyway, that's out. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we probably won't necessarily talk about the... Uh, um, uh, we we shouldn't necessarily talk about the uh, uh, the PlayStation Five next week, but if something new comes up, you know mm-hmm. we're always down to talk. But uh, um, so yeah, cool man. So, yeah. So trees. Yeah. I downloaded Pro Fishing Simulator. <laughs> Pro Simulator. Fishing. Let me say something. That yeah. trailer caught fire last week. If I talked, I sent that trailer to all my friends, and everybody wrote me back and was like, "That's pretty amazing." I'm like, yeah, I put it in the show notes. I actually remembered to put it in the show notes. Yeah, yeah, and also, uh, I'll get the feed link soon. But yeah, things are coming along. the The website now has all of that stuff up there. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing the shit. I'm back. I like it. Yeah. So. Anyway, but uh, yeah, so I downloaded it with every intention to play it, but I have not yet. <laughs> I played a little this week, and I realized, um, uh, no pun intended, I was in over my head because uh, I couldn't catch a carp to save my life. And I realized <laughs> that the problem with that game is it's a true sim, as in it doesn't exp- it doesn't say like use this lore for carps. It just assumes you know how to catch a carp, and what to use, and what line. I do not. Uh, gotcha. I found myself YouTubing how to catch a carp and pro fishing. And I was like, what am I doing with my life? How did I, it, get there? It, How'd I make the, it? There? I didn't know the carp was such a big deal. When I picked the picture, I was just like, look at that thing. Yeah, the carps are ugly, man, but I can't. I'm good at uh, bass fishing. Good at that. And uh, it's the carps, man. The carps, I don't know what to do. Not to be mistaken for the craps or crappies. Crappies, as they used to say. Yeah, it's a carp. Carps. A lot going carp. on in the game. And right? actually, it's not carps, because the plural of carp is carp. Mm-hmm. But anyway. But yeah, so... Anyways, I, I didn't play much more of that. I, I is was... it very giving on the achievements? That's really... No, I've only got one. Uh, and You're not uh, they have tournaments every two days or something, like online mm-hmm. tournaments, where basically you fish... And then, like, it puts you on a leaderboard. So it's not, like, live, like, you're, you know, you're expected to be. It's, like, you know, pounds, you know, pounds of fish, you know. Uh, but then they have an actual multiplayer mode. And I tried to join it. And it said it was joining forever. Mm-hmm. And then I actually quit out. And I had to go do something else. But I'm assuming it's not a tournament, right? It's, it's multiplayer. I think you're just on a lake with other people fishing, which sounds fantastic. So mm-hmm. I'm going to try that this week. <laughs> and then I was looking at their other shit because I looked up Dovetail Games. Yeah, and they're the ones that make all the train simulators mm-hmm. and shit. So I know what they're doing. Small yield. So Good times, man. I did. Um, so, yeah, I did, w- what have you been playing? Well, I, uh, you know, uh, do you get sick of hearing about my Genesis stuff? Not me, no, okay. and we haven't gotten any feedback. <clears throat> All right, because every week so. I realize I talk about my findings, but until I'm told uh, people are sick of it, and even if you said you were sick of it, that doesn't really mean I'll stop talking about it. Um, <laughs> it's my show. Say what I want. Um, I mean, for what it's worth, I'm about to talk about comics for a minute, but yeah, I, fine. But I, I went. 
before all this uh, appliance and water heater stuff hit the household, uh, mm-hmm. I did a lot of spending this week. Not heavy spending, oh. but, um, you know, I went to an old thrift store. Not thrift store, retro store. Thrift store. Mm-hmm. Um, to get my um, some sports titles. And I think I sent you a picture of one of them. Right, I didn't. Last week, I got Eternal Champions, I believe, in Joe Montana football. Okay, so then this week, so this was on Wednesday. So we did the show, and then that Wednesday, I went and um, I found a nice Tommy Lasorda baseball. I found a Mm -hmm. nice James Buster Douglas boxing. The kid, the kid was kind enough to let me swap out cases, but better, better cases. And then I'm looking. Here's the one I was like, wait, (laughs) and then I'm like. Because I had said, wrongfully, obviously, right on this show, that they never had a hockey game. They never, not until NHL, like EA's NHL came along. I said they never had their own hockey, but there it was. Mario Lemieux. Is it Lemieux? Lemieux yep, Lemieux. Right? You got Lemieux it. Lemieux hockey for the Sega Genesis. A few years after the other ones, I think, it looked like that was more of a, you know, a later one. The other ones were like, like 90. 91, 89, 90. This one looked like it was like a 91 yeah. or 92 or something. But there yep. it was. So I posted on Reddit because I'm like, am I crazy? Because I never heard of this. And people were like, no. Nah. They're like, I had this and that. Mine came with a puck. I was like, you got to fucking be kidding me. So I looked on eBay. <laughs> and sure enough, there was ones with a signed hawk, Sega Genesis hockey puck. Wow. It was amazing. Who knew? Who knew? So I got that. And that thing Clearly was neither of us. Yeah. So I picked that <clears> up. <throat> And uh, I got my Arnold Palmer golf that showed up. I don't remember if I had that last time. I think I did. And then uh, I think you did. My Pat Riley basketball was in the mail. And uh, what else did I pick up? I was going off, Fred. I oh, got my... actually Mario Lemieux hockey, mm-hmm. November first, nineteen ninety four. See, this I was going yeah. up against. Uh, um, Oh, what's the other one? The the big one. Uh, NHL 94. NHL 94. Yeah. Yeah. I heard that from what people told me on Reddit was like the game's horrible, but it had like the best fighting. So I, now I need people like, oh, I booted up just to fight. So now I got to boot it up. The, they probably just threw the James Buster. You know, NHL, <laughs> PA, BPA or whatever, 93 had the blood on the ice. Nice. 94 didn't have blood on the ice, but yeah. So I'm going to have to boot up so I can fight in it. There you go. And then I found... You can um, fight in 93 also. Can you? Yeah. yeah. Well, I got... And then I found my double disc um, Sega CD pack-in. Sherlock mm-hmm. Holmes and the Sega Classics pack-in disc. The cardboard pack-in. Uh, so I picked that up for like nine bucks. Nice. And uh, two things... It was funny because um, I get it. And I pop in the Sega Classics just to – I always check the discs out, obviously. And uh, So I boot up Revenge of Shinobi, Fred. And mm-hmm. then right there in the credits when it pops on – the first screen that pops up, right? Like Sega, the date, the creator's name. And then it says Spider-Man, copyright, Marvel properties or whatever, copyrighted. I'm like, what the hell? Interesting. Did you know about this? Mm-mm. I didn't play the Shinobi games as if a shadow dance. I wouldn't. Uh... Oh wait, I do. I do the Revenge of Shinobi thing, right? Yeah. So I had to look it up yeah. there on Wikipedia, and apparently Spider Man's one of the bosses. But so Spider Man, Batman, 
Yeah, so in Japan... Hulk, Terminator, all this stuff. So my understanding is in the Japanese version, the boss was a shapeshifter, and they vaguely resembled these characters. But then, like, when it came over here, the Spider-Man is really dead on. <laughs> They're the so, ones they got away with. But the Spider-Man is so dead on that they, they got Marvel's rights to have Yeah, actually, I heard that uh, it was dead on in Japan, and they had to vague it up a little, but it was still too much for some. They did change a lot of them in later releases. Mm. Like, that original Revenge of Shinobi 1.0... Like, it, because of emulation, it's very easy to find, but, mm -hmm. like, the cartridge version of that is very hard to find where they didn't have all of the, the it, stuff in it. It was a fun little surprise out of all these years. It's just funny that screen popped up. I was like, what the hell? I'm like, what <laughs> is Shinobi? So then I'm, like, looking up Shinobi comic books. I'm like, was Shinobi originally, like, a Marvel property or something? Like, I had to figure it out. Nah. And then uh, I got to the bottom of it. And then it bumped yep. me out because... I see on eBay. Joe Musashi. Yes. Found out his name was Joe. Joe. After the fact, I saw an auction that had the uh, all the pack-ins for the Sega CD. Oh, yeah. Like all of them. It had the, you know, this thing. It had the Soul Fees. It had the uh, the rock painting mm -hmm. things and new music to listen to. And it had like the sheets for Sherlock Holmes. Like it, it was like someone just pulled this. But, you know, I got this and... uh I'm I'm happy enough with it, and uh, you know that was my findings. I did buy one more thing, Fred, off of eBay. Okay, uh, that's in the mail, <clears throat> and I don't know why. <laughs> I don't. You don't know, know why it's in the mail? I don't know why I bought it. Uh, ah. it's going to go on the shelf. I'm not going to hook it up, but it's a a Sega Genesis Model Three. Ah, those things are cute looking, though. But I had to be careful because at my local place, they were labeling it as a Sega Genesis Model 3. And it's one 3. of those emulator things, right? Yes, yeah. it's one of the at games ones, and it's because they don't know the difference. Oh, and it looks, the box looks I, like they just blatantly, like there is no. Well, they had Sega's blessing to rip it off, but yeah, they totally did. Well, the, the real Sega Genesis 3, Model 3, is um, it's not even made by Sega. It's made by Majesto. Yeah. So... Because they did a lot of like license. Well, it also has stuff. the big three on it. It's awesome like, that's looking. That's the easiest way. <laughs> it's awesome looking. But yeah, Majesto made it, and like because Majesto made a lot of their. In the end, they took over some of their games. Mm -hmm. You know, they're the ones with the black and white manuals. If you ever see a Genesis game that has a black and white manual, it's probably because Majesto put it out. And uh, so yeah. By the way, I I don't want to be a total dick, but. Mm -hmm. Just in case people are anal retentive, which some of our listeners can be, and I am. Uh, it's Majesco, but yeah. I know. Majesco. Not Majesco. <laughs> Majesco. What was I saying? Majesto. Oh, Majesto. I was leaving out some stuff. Majesco. Yeah, it's fine. I'm sorry. I'm a dick for saying something. No, that's fine if I'm saying it wrong. It's one of those words that... Uh, Isn't real? No, it's not real. <laughs> but you always see it. But I don't think you ever hear it spoken a lot. Yeah, if you like know chassis. Saying. It's just something you, you you know, with developers and video game stuff, sometimes you just see it all the time. And yeah, then, but you again. never really say it out loud, so that's what that was. I, I did a full video where I called a chassis a chassis because yeah. I had never heard that or I'd never, oh, like, funny. heard the word chassis. Hmm. Like, it's spelled C-H-A-S-S-I-S. -S -S. I think that's odd. But you're just supposed to know that you pronounce it chassis, and I didn't I, know that. I think that's more odd than me saying Majesto. I gotta be honest. 
probably is. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think I'll give you that one. I think but you're right. This one, <laughs> this uh, Model 3 is like in the box. Nice. It's all nice in the box. I'm like, I got in my head that I wanted a Model 2 and 3 just to have them mm-hmm. on my shelf because I have all the other stuff. So... I mean, since my Model 1 Sega CD doesn't work and I've got the flash card, mm-hmm. I have a Sega Genesis 1 hooked to a Sega CD 1 mm-hmm. and a Sega Genesis 2 hooked to a Sega CD 2 hanging up on my shelf. Nice. And then I've got my second Sega Genesis 2. I just, I mean, you can get those for 10 bucks. And I <laughs> plopped a uh, flash card in it that plays Sega CD games. So, there you go. Yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> yeah. I, that's that's my current setup. And I'm even more weak because I just want to put it on the shelf. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> but it's like the only thing I know about it is I know some games didn't work in it. Some games didn't work in it. The 32X doesn't work in it. Right. And obviously it doesn't yeah. have the expansion yeah, port. Yeah, it doesn't so have any can't. of that crap. Oh, it also only outputs composite. You cannot do mm-hmm. the RGB out. No, no stereo, so. I think, in it. It's really a bare bones like mm, little thing. Might be stereo, but might not be. I think it was only the Genesis 1 that wasn't stereo. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, it was my weird understanding that like the architecture of the early Genesis had some sort of weird thing going on where games actually took advantage of it, but it was more of a, mm-hmm. like a loophole or a glitch or something weird. I, I remember reading about it a long time ago and we, so the Genesis three doesn't have that glitch in the, the, the software. So those games mm-hmm. won't work on them. Like mm-hmm. I know gargoyles people talk about doesn't work on it, but okay. Okay. Whatever. No gargoyles. Um, so anyways, that was my little, that was my rummaging around this week. I gotta chill out for a little bit, and uh, <laughs> but so, um, yeah. Oh, I was just gonna say the other, the big thing I played most of this week, and I don't know if you mm-hmm. you did it too, was uh, obviously the new uh, Warzone came out. Ah, can we pause for a sec? Because I just want to mention my my thrift shopping. Yeah, right let's quick. go. Uh, yeah, I'll be real brief. No, but, no, don't um, be brief. You well, we don't. Your time. There's not much to tell, but. <laughs> <clears throat> so I went to this vintage stock place. They did a buy two, get one coupon. And this was before everything fell to shit. This was like last last Thursday, I think, is when I went. And um, at least around here, that mm-hmm. things was business as usual for the most part. Um, and, uh, and it was just buy two, get one on any used item. You couldn't do it on consoles, though. That's the one thing they stop you from. So they don't want you rolling in there and... <laughs> buy two get one on a playstation 3 or something yeah yeah yeah. um but they usually do a price limit and now they don't it seems like they're like yo if you want to buy three 75 dollar items we will give you the third one for free um so i was looking i looked at a lot of video games and you know i'm at that point trees where i'm like more happy with kind of what i've got like if i get ridiculous deals Mm -hmm. i'll jump at them like i went and did the gamestop thing where i got bunch of ridiculous games for for 20 bucks i talked about a couple weeks ago i'll jump at that stuff but for the most part it's hard for me to find something i'm like looking for so i did walk around for a little while with the dreamcast bash fish bass fishing controller oh yeah 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 can't get that they have four of them so it's not like it's rare Mm -hmm. uh and so i ended up not buying it so sorry but i walked around with it for a little while (laughs) contemplating it um, went to look at the Wii U games. Uh, GameStop is not valuing Wii U games very much, but man, like used game stores can't let it go. And what's weird is that people aren't buying those games. 
So I was like, okay, let's just see. Oh, new Luigi U. Uh, you know, because I, I got new Super Mario Brothers U, but I didn't get Luigi U. So there's a small part of me that was interested. I was like, let's see what that costs. Oh, $39.99. Yeah, that's a little <laughs> pricey. That's a little pricey. I was like, okay, uh, what's Toad Treasure Tracker on the Wii U? I said, ah, $29.99, still quite on the pricey mm-hmm. side. I think GameStop's 10 bucks. <laughs> I was like, okay, let's go look at uh, one last thing, Hyrule Warriors. Never really been a Dynasty Warriors guy, mm-hmm. but Hyrule Warriors. And I, everybody tells me to get the Switch version because the DLC, which I guess the DLC's got a lot of fan service and stuff, the DLC on the Wii U shop will run you like 50, 60 bucks. So people are like, just buy, um, you know, occasionally it's on sale, buy a $40 version of Hyrule Warriors on the Switch Mm -hmm. or a used one and play that version instead. But uh, I was just curious of the price. That one was way overpriced. I think it was $44.99. And I was like, what? Like GameStop's selling it for like 10 bucks. I was like, wow, guys, you guys really, okay. So then I went over to Blu-ray, an old friend. Mm-hmm. I, I like collecting movies and stuff. But you know, Trees, I'm kind of in the spot where like I've got all the heavy hitters I want. Occasionally I want a 4K movie here and there. But they just didn't have any 4K. I don't like buying 4K movies used unless they're in really good shape. They didn't have any 4K movies really that I wanted other than like Dr. Sleep. And they wanted 30 bucks for a used copy. And I'm like, jeez, guys. Jesus. Uh, and... They had a couple of movies I wanted. Burn Before Reading, or yeah, Burn After Reading. That's a great comedy if you've never seen it. Brad Pitt's in it. Right, it's right. Fucking hilarious. Uh, but uh, but I did that thing where you shake the case a little bit and you can hear the disc rattling around. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, no. <laughs> they only had new copies of Gross Point Blank, so that was off the table. <sighs> and I forgot. There was another movie I was there for. Uh, and I'm blanking on it. It's the one that the guy who did, oh, The Beach. Mm. It's the guy who did Annihilation and Ex Machina and stuff like that. And I never watched The Beach. And uh, they didn't have it. Mm. So I was like, okay. Well, that's a wash on the, the Blu-rays. So I went over to the comics area. And lo and behold, I found some gems that I'd never uh, had before. Mm-hmm. So are you familiar with Joseph Michael Lisner? No. Okay. He does like really beautiful oil paintings kind of art. He does very good art. He got his first gig when he was only 21, and it was for this series called Cry for Dawn. Have you ever heard of Dawn, D-A-W-N, as a comic book? No. Okay. A lot of people didn't want to buy it. It's got Lisner's work. She's a redhead. Um, she's got an interesting story, but on the very first uh, cover, she's just sitting there in her bodysuit, and it's kind of like a lacy corset, one-piece bathing suit almost. Mm-hmm. And it's really notable because right in the crotch area, there's a zipper, so you can unzip. She can unzip her crotch area. Okay. To be clear, it's not a sexual comic. To my knowledge, there's no nudity <clears throat> in it. There's no sex in it. But it's just a very sexy cover, I mm. guess I would say. Um, and I, it's a limited series. I think it was five or six issues. I have the whole run because I loved the art in it. And I was uh, a fan of, a lot of people won't be a fan of this, but I was a fan of London Knight and Razor comics. Razor was a vigilante who uh, was named Nicole. She was a uh, very, very grungy, gritty thing. She was a very down-to-earth girl, but uh, there was always like obligatory boob, drawings in every issue of razor um 
it was very unrealistic. Like she was fighting like this guy who was like a part demon and he had a girl named Strike that was his like lead assassin and she always liked to kill people naked. Oh. And then she would she was a rampant lesbian who would just go have lots of lesbian sex in the in the issues and stuff like that. So it was it was a little immature, I guess is what I would say. <clears throat> But Nicole was a very interesting character because she was addicted to morphine, oh. like injectable drugs. And she was fighting against like a lot of sex, human trafficking kind of things. A weird theme that's been going on in my media as of late. Um, and uh, anyway, he did, Lisner did some great covers for her. So through all this, I found out about the Cry for Dawn series. And I'll wrap this up quick. Um, but Cry for Dawn is just some very edgy, dealing with some rough shit like suicide and other kind of rough stuff. And it, But it's got a good collector's market and it's a little pricey. And so they were said to be some of the rawest like 90s comics out there. But like I never wanted to spend like, you know, a hundred bucks or something getting the 10 issues or whatever. And, and, you know, just to read these. Well, so they had, it's called angry Christ comics, which collects in a nice hardcover, the, uh, in, in full, it is black and white, but it's like glossy, nice, shiny, well done pages. Um, and it collects it and it's like 30 bucks normally. And they had a used copy and it was sealed in Saran wrap, um, for 1499. Hmm. Nice. I was like, okay, I really want this, uh, but I, I'm fine just buying it alone. I don't need to use the coupon. And I was looking up and down, and I finally found it, Trees. <laughs> they had an Aliens versus Predator Omnibus. Are you familiar with what an Omnibus is? No. It's supposed to be like a collection of everything. It's a 425-page graphic novel, and it was in full color, but it is a little smaller. Sometimes the omnibuses, like when Marvel does them, they're big, huge, magazine-size, hardcover, 100 bucks. When Dark Horse does it with Aliens vs. Predator, they make it more like it's a little smaller than comic book size. Like It's like eight and a half by like something. I don't know. Um, it's a little smaller. But it's in full color, nice glossy and everything. And they had this. And I remember reading those Dark Horse comics in the 90s. Like, you'd always have like one or two, but it was hard to find them all, you know, in comic shops and stuff. So this collected a bunch of them, right? It was like two or three series of it. I was like, oh, that's cool. So I grabbed that and I couldn't find anything else I really liked uh, that was used. And the the Alien versus Predator Omnibus was twelve ninety nine, um, And then... <clears throat> In the back by uh, the Star Wars graphic novels, for some reason, I found somebody had wedged in the Aliens vs. Predator 2 omnibus. There was a second one. Ooh. And it collected everything up until modern. Like, when you look at it, it looks like real modern Jim Lee style, like, within the last five years shit. And I was like, oh, this is interesting. And apparently there's this girl who's, like, become leader of the Predators. She's, like, the human that lives among them oh. that helps them hunt the aliens and stuff. And I said, interesting. And the Omnibus runs her whole plot line and stuff like that. And I said, this is cool. And it was twelve ninety nine as well. And I went and checked my little local comic shop online, mycomicshop.com. They haven't had the Alien versus Predator Omnibuses in stock for a long time. And they were 25 when they were... And they didn't have the Angry Christ comics and the hard cover in stock hasn't been for a while. They had a soft cover for like 12 bucks or something. And I was like, okay, these are relatively hard to find and I can get them all for like 25 bucks. So cool. Grabbed it, bought it. Haven't quite read through uh, all of the Angry Christ comics, but I'm really enjoying it. But yeah, it's some dark, gritty, like Clive Barker-esque shit, you know, kind of like the Joe, uh, the, the Crow 
J.O. Barr stuff or Clive Barker and stuff like that. Um, but I'm really enjoying it, and the art's really fantastic. There you go. Um, and so, and I look forward to reading those Alien versus Predator ones too. But I like rotate them, mm-hmm. you know. Like so, when I finish Angry Christ, I'll probably switch over and, and read the second volume of Spider Man. But I'll eventually make my way back. <laughs> I also have the whole comic run of Kick Ass, which I need to read. Oh my god! I love that movie. Yeah, and I want to. I, I got I got the graphic, the hardcover that that Ramita released that that collects all four volumes of Kick Ass. So I want to read it. It goes a little further than the movie did. So. Looking forward to it, but Deep. yeah. So I had some some fun comic finds. That's fun. It's always fun finding something. There's nothing better yeah, than they, digging around and you just come across some shit. I love it. Yeah. So I mean, that's what I've been doing in these game shops, and to my detriment, you know. Yeah. Well, see, you're collecting something right now, mm-hmm. as is I'm not currently collecting something. I've got that going for me. Oh, but boy. that's fun though. Anyway, I'm happy for you. Yeah. So did you were about to talk about Warzone? Did you play Call Star- of Duty? I did not. You didn't. No, no interest. You don't like others. Oh, you don't like the I'm battle royale. I'm fascinated yeah. watching people play it, but I have no interest to play it. Myself. But you didn't like like the PUBG and stuff, right? You weren't into any of that. No, no, and that's why I should stress that. Um, but this is doing some unique stuff uh, that that they are not. It is doing a lot of stuff they are doing, but like. You know, uh, the I think the big thing that's making a lot of waves is the gulag thing, where mm-hmm. when you die, you get yeah. to go do one on one in the bathrooms yep. and uh, in the showers, and if you make it, you get to come back. Yes, there's a lot of revival mm-hmm. stuff too that kind of keeps things interesting. It, well, it makes the games last longer for sure because people are constantly coming back. You can only do it right. once, right? But it's still, it's still a second chance. Half half the population is coming back for round two. You know what I'm saying? Right. So. Yep. Um, yeah, it's a, it's anybody who's played PUBG knows the battle royal formula, and um, you know they're not hiding it here. Like you, you you're in a plane, you parachute out the back. It looks the same when mm-hmm. you parachute out. Um, to me, it's a bit obviously it's it's modern warfare, so it's a bit more action oriented than PUBG is. PUBG is more of a in a weird way like a sim. Right? It's very methodical, mm-hmm. and the controls are convoluted, and, sh- and you know it, it takes you forever to do one simple thing. I don't know how people are good at the game. It amazes me when people like <laughs> are really good at PUBG because me, I mm-hmm. fumble around. It's ridiculous. But Modern Warfare, you know, the, the controls are pretty fast and fluid, and you and you put that in a battle royal style. It's it's I like it better because mm-hmm. I just feel more confident. With one, I don't have to think about the controls, so I can just concentrate on what's going on. <clears throat> um, I like so in PUBG, and there's going to be a lot of comparisons, right? Because I've only played PUBG. I don't play Fortnite, so if people are going, "Oh, did you do that in Fortnite?" I have no idea. I hate Fortnite. Gotcha. So, and I've only played early Battle Royale Fortnite. But in <laughs> PUBG, once you jump out. You can skydive. Oh, and I should point out, I play Apex. That's right. I played Apex for a couple weeks, but so I think uh, again didn't connect with me. <clears throat> I think it mixes a lot of stuff from all the genres, even Apex. Makes sense. You know, yeah. Um, but one thing I noticed that was different was, um, so PUBG is like you, you jump out and you skydive as far as you can, and you pull your your shoot, mm-hmm. try to get to where you're going. And you either can't get that far to where you want to go or whatever. But with this game, from what I can tell, you can reach anywhere on the map 
<laughs> in your parachute. So that's an Apex Legends thing. Okay. And I think you also have like a jump leader or something in this one. You do. So that's Apex, right? Yeah. Yes, and, that's um, Apex. <clears throat> Three-person squads. Apex that's is Apex. what, four or three? Three. Three. So same thing. It's always been three. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's like you can jump out and um, pull your cord, but then you can like, you can um, pull in your parachute. So like, oh, really? Yeah, so you can and then go back to like a free fall. Yeah, and when you <laughs> free fall, you can move around more, and then and you can keep doing it. So you mm-hmm. can get more momentum and go for. And then when you pop in your parachute, you your guns are free for a little while until you start mm-hmm. free falling again. So I'm like, I'm sure once people get good, people will be shooting people before you even hit the ground. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And then popping back out. Um, so you get to the ground, you scavenge around like you 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 would. In, in a battle royale game um the difference here is you collect money also there's money everywhere yeah i heard that and yeah. then there's buy stations that you activate in the buy stations you buy in your kill streaks and stuff so that's how they implement your kill streaks into the game so you can buy cluster strikes you can buy this and that what i really like is you can buy a load your loadout your single player loadout for, so for like six grand, you buy like this your your um, custom loadout, and you basically throw a flare on the ground and a crate drops, and you basically open it and you get your full loadout from your single player character, which mm-hmm. I think is a cool idea. You know, instead of scavenging and having mismatched stuff, you just get what you're comfortable with. If if you're into that, you can also buy back a dead character, so a, a dead teammate you can buy him back if you have enough money. Mm-hmm. So if they lost in the gulag and they're out, you can uh, buy them back. And we've had some fun matches, me and my my two buddies, where uh, we're trying to buy someone back in and we die, like, at the buy station because other people are, like, <laughs> around the thing, you know? It's, mm-hmm. it's fun fun stuff like that. And you find crates everywhere nice. and you open them up. All the weapons have rarities on them, just like in the sort of, like, the single player. You know, you have the mm-hmm. orange, you know, legendary and all that stuff. Um, I like it. Um, my buddy, the one thing I, I really hated at first was it was three person squads and I'm like, I don't want to play with two random people. You know what I mean? Like, I I just don't like that. Yeah. And, and that's all they had. But then I realized that. And I go into battle Royale, it will put me by myself so I can play by myself if right, you're like you're in a squad, but you're playing by yourself. Yeah, I'm a squad of one. So, <laughs> oh, really? So you can yes. really just onesies up? Yes, you'll be mm-hmm. onesies up. Or if it's just you and me together, like, and because there's a there's a um, toggle for um, fill fill squad or don't fill. Huh. So if you have it set to don't fill, and it's just you and me, mm-hmm. it will put us as a two person squad, but it will mix us with three people squads. In single player people, mm-hmm. so I realized at the top you can tell how many squads there are. You know, there'll be a little symbol with like three heads, and it will say like you know fifty eight, and then there'll be a single player head, and it will say like you know like seventy or forty. You know, and so you're all mixed up. And I kind of dug that because for me it added this extra layer of strategy where if I saw someone running into a house. I couldn't just mow him down. I had to kind of assess if the guy was on his own or if he had teammates, you know? Because mm-hmm. if I mow the guy, I've had a few times where I mowed the guy down and then it's like, it doesn't say oh, he's shit. dead, yeah. it says he's downed. 
And I'm like, oh, yeah. people are going to come save him. <laughs> There's people around. And, uh, but my buddy texted me tonight, right before I did the show, when he said, hey, they just added solo mode. And that was nice. solo mode. And I went, that's cool. But I kind of, I don't know, I was kind of digging the, you know, the strategy of, because uh, you can ping people. And I think mm-hmm. you can, can you do that in Apex Zone? Yes. Like you can mark plays yeah. and ping. And I think when you ping people, you can tell if they're on a squad or not. Mm. So that helps. Um, you can also, um, yeah, you can ping spots for people to go. So I heard that's right. At you Apex. can also largely guess someone's in a squad. <laughs> yeah. You, but, I think you're the rarity, the, the lone wolves out there. No, yeah, there's a few of them. I've, I've oh, I'm got sure a they, few people. I'm, they're no. not, you're not the only one. No, but, but, uh, I've got fire. I've got down to like 14th on my own. Nice. Yeah, my my mistake with this one, it's and it's a common mistake I've made before. I don't know why I keep making it. Is I bought it on PC. I was like, well, I can play with console mm-hmm. players. The problem is, is that I keep my PC needs to be in the back room. I can hook it up to my TV, but it's a big hassle. Mm-hmm. And um, every time I do, Call of Duty wants to download six thousand gigabytes of data, and mm. I wait three hours for it to download that stuff before it's ready to go and i'm just like okay why mm-hmm. did i even bother yeah so i just needed it to be on a console where it can be you know <clears throat> like asleep and download those for me and stuff anyway <clears throat> yeah I, I, yeah it's I'm, a, I'm, I'm playing on the xbox so my yeah i've bought multiple call of duties on pc and i've regretted it every time yeah they have um another mode called plunder which nice. is basically a race to a million dollars. So it's you and your teammates. You basically, there's uh, respawning. So you don't, mm. there's no like permadeath or anything. You constantly respawn and parachute in, uh, nice. which causes for some fun firefights <laughs> when people just keep parachuting into the bum, fight bum, 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 o- over bum, and over bum, and over again, you know? <laughs> and eventually you got to be like, let's just leave because. <laughs> Let's just get we're out just, of here. It's raining bullets. Keep, yeah, we're just going to keep parachuting on top of each other and fighting forever, yeah. which defeats the purpose because basically you're collecting money. Well, they're trying and, to get um, their KTDs up, bruh. Yeah, they don't understand. You get the money. So you get, well, the problem is when you kill the other person, you take that money. So if someone has a lot of money, it's like you keep going back and forth. Um, <laughs> so basically, everybody collects money, which you get, you find in rooms and opening crates, and then you got to bank it. So there's heliports mm-hmm. everywhere where you have to call on a helicopter and attach your money to like ah, a, the division. a bag. Yes, exactly. It's like the black zone, blackout zone or whatever in division. And, uh, the dark zone. You know, dark zone. And people can uh, obviously, they know when a helicopter is coming in, so everybody will rush. Um, or you can find personal money balloons, which I like. Mm-hmm. And it's basically like mm-hmm. like uh, the thing from Metal Gear 5. <laughs> the, the, uh, <laughs> what are those things called where you can attached uh, cows and take them up in the air. Oh, the Fulton system. The Fulton system is basically you get your own little personal one that recharges and you guys can, you can attach money to that. And what I like is it constantly marks on the map, like the top earners shows you where they are. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) So you could track them. So tell me when you start Fultoning something, is it possible for someone to run in real quick and shoot your Fulton down? Like your your little balloon down? (laughs) I don't know. It it hasn't happened to us. Um, you know, but, but, but what I like is, um, but that I've heard that, uh, that mode shit on a little, but I know, I think it's pretty fun. 
Maybe it's because I think the biggest complaint people yeah are making is that nobody's doing the objective. There you go. So like we we decided at one point we're only we're not going to look for money. We're just going to go after keep going after the top earners. You know what I mean? You've just proven the point. (laughs) Yeah, but if you kill the top earners, you take their money. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like let's not look around crates. Let's just kill these fuckers. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's a tactic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a means to win the game. And the best is when you kill them at the heliport, take their money and you attach it. Yeah. Like, fuck off. Got your money. Yeah. Thank you. Um, But we've had mad fun. I mean, it's like, and in the um, plunder mode, do you get your regular loadout? You might get your regular loadout from the first person. Mm -hmm. Uh, Single player mode, you can bring in your own loadout. Um, I would assume so. And what I like is everything carries over the first to the. the first uh, single player mode, as in your missions and your gun yeah. accomplishments and all that stuff. So, I think it's fun, and and uh, of course it says beta on it. So my buddy, you know, he he understands what that mean means, but he likes to complain about everything he doesn't mm-hmm. like. And it's like, look, dude, they're working on it. Like one of the things that confuses me, which I don't think they should do. Now in in PUBG, when you parachute out. The map's blank, right? As far as zones. Mm-hmm. And it isn't until like three minutes into the game where the first circle appears. Yeah. This map on Call of Duty so far, when you're in the plane, the circle's already on the map. So you know where it's going to be. You know where it is. It's pretty big, but it's like, I'm like, I you know, know where things will get spicy. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know if they'll get change that at some point. You know what I mean? Because it makes no mm-hmm. sense. It's it's kind of fun to be on one end of the map and have the circle going a complete oh, opposite, shit. and you go, "Fuck, let's find a truck. We gotta get out of here." You know what I mean? Truck. We gotta go. Uh, so <laughs> you mean? lose that sort of urgency. Uh, you know, and and in, in the this mode, uh, they do have like trucks and ATVs, and I do like that they have the helicopters and stuff because mm-hmm. I've, I've downed some helicopters and got some good kills. Nice. I'm rocking launcher. That was always pretty uh, good. Yeah, it's pretty good. So I think the mode's great and it's free, right? If you yep. don't own Call of Duty, yep. uh, it's just a free download. I own it. And from my understanding, if you get the free version, you get the same menu I do, except everything's locked. Yep. Which is great. It says you got to buy it. <laughs> you got to buy it. Buy it, bitch. Smart, man. Yeah. Smart people. Yeah. Everybody in that ecosystem, man. And, you go back uh, to Square Enix. Every time you try to pick it, they're like, oh, oh, you mm, want this game? Yeah. <laughs> Which version do you want? <laughs> Yo, I always say I don't like to be on edge uh-huh. and stuff. Like, I don't like that feeling. And uh, PUBG was the first game in a long time that wasn't a horror game that made me feel like it was a horror game. That's what everybody says. Yeah, right? It's scary because of what could happen. Yeah, it's just like, it's so quiet. It's yeah. mostly quiet. And then... 30 seconds of like, holy shit, dead. <laughs> yep. And uh, I had that moment today in uh, Call of Duty when I played around on someone else, though. Because I go in buildings and close all the doors behind me. Yeah, yeah. For two reasons. One, I can hear them opening the doors. And yeah. two, the guards down because they don't think anybody's in there. Absolutely. Until they start seeing some open crates and then they're like, oh. Oh, shit. So yeah. I was just- There you are there. in the bathtub with the shotgun. Yes. So I was I was up in a like a living room space, but the doors were closed. I was kind of looking, scoping around the windows, just seeing what I could see, and I could hear that I heard the doors, footsteps, and I turned turned around. And the guy came in, 
and he stood and looked at me and did not shoot me. Like he stood for a second, then I mowed him down. I'm like, not that guy not. wasn't expecting me to just be standing there. Yeah. Like no, not moving. He like not. he was like, what is going on? What? <laughs> Wait, what? Are, is I he did, real? Gadoosh. Yeah. yeah I didn't real. ambush him. I wasn't hiding. I was just standing in the middle of the room looking at him. And uh, it was a great feeling. It's good times. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like you said, if you die once uh, in the Battle Royale mode, uh, it goes into a little cutscene where you're being dragged into a prison. Mm-hmm. And the way they do it is there's a, a bathroom, like a bathroom down below, like the rock style, like from the movie. Yeah, it literally it's, looks like the, the it looks showers like from the rock. <laughs> but when you're waiting to enter the gulag, uh, you're up on the top sort of like uh, <laughs> tier balconies in prison cells yeah. with other people waiting to go down there. Yep. And so you can like throw rocks down there. <laughs> people are figuring out how to kill people with the rocks. Yeah, you can throw rocks down there. Uh, but if it's someone on your team, like me and uh, my teammates, we can tell a teammate where the guy is. Oh, nice. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. then the other people, if they have teammates up there, they can run but right. punch you yeah. and stop <laughs> punching each other. Destroy. It's fun. And then, yeah, they throw you down there when it's your turn. And it's basically a uh, gunfight, one-on-one gunfight. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. I've only won two of them in the whole entire. I stink at it. The whole they usually most likely give you a pistol. It's mm-hmm. it's random, but they for my <clears throat> they give you like one tactical grenade which you can't use for I, three seconds. Do they like ever do pistol. that thing where it's like you've got a pistol and the other guy's got like a rocket launcher? No, you can both get the same weapon. Okay. From my understanding, you both <laughs> would get the fantastic. same thing. It would be be so unfair. <laughs> not not for Shit. me though. Not to give me the rocket launcher. <laughs> But I stink at it. But yeah, and then once you, if you win, you get redeployed and you fucking, next thing you know, you're skydiving again. And uh, <laughs> they put you in a totally different area, which I like. Yep. I know it's fun, man. I think it, it does some fun things, uh, smoother things. I think it's taken from obviously Apex and Fortnite and PUBG. Uh, oh, yeah. They they want this to be a, be a vehicle. And so uh, it will be. And it's 150 players. Yes. And yes, I think so the rumor was they wanted 200 yep. and they're ramping up slowly. Um, oh, I heard they wanted 200 and they just couldn't pull it off. Really? But who knows? They're working on it. But I I went to play it again today and it said the servers were under maintenance. And mm-hmm. I like it was a 15 minute wait. So I went over to PUBG. I said, mm-hmm. let me see what they're doing. And they had a huge update that was like eight gigs. <laughs> and I didn't play it. Which is like, like laughable compared to a Call of Duty update. Yeah, they were like, you want to update? I was like, no, I don't. Because <laughs> I don't want to wait. I'm good. I'm good. But yeah, that, that's, that's what I did this week. Cool. Well, I finished Watch Dogs, which was way longer than <laughs> Kept going every time you thought you were done. Oh, man. Kept going. And you know what? To be fair, uh, I've never finished even GTA 5. I know everybody loved GTA 5. I got very far in GTA 5. I want to say, because it tells you how many missions there are, yeah. I think I've got like eight missions to go and I still haven't finished GTA oh, 5. Yeah, finish that. And GTA 4, I remember getting like halfway through back when it first came out. I think I didn't even do the bank heist and really? quit that. So it's been a while since I've played through an entire game like this. You know, it's a GTA style. Right. So... Watch Dogs has really four acts. It's uh, I think it's nine missions in Act One. It's fifteen missions in Act Two, and it's a lot of running around. 
Um, it's like six missions in Act 3 and then eight missions in Act 4. And Act 4 is bat shit insane. There is an Act 5, and it does have a single mission in it. Um, but it's like an epilogue almost. Uh, but don't don't mistake that. It's a tough fucking mission. So um, what do you what were your total hours? So I don't know. You play the Uplay app on the Ubisoft thing doesn't really tell. Well if I were to what, guess, yeah, what I would, would guess, guess I'm somewhere in the thirty five hour mark. So thirty five hours. And did it get boring or did you constantly get new equipment and stuff at over those 35 they, hours. Yeah. And especially with the investigations, which I chose to engage with, I didn't choose to engage with a lot of the side content, but I did do that. Uh, but I did do all the investigations and stuff. Yes. I would say they kept it pretty unique. So that's um, good. Watchdogs basically took everything that Ubisoft learned was popular in all the other games and kind of just put it into one hodgepodge. So yes. Um, a lot of people didn't like Aiden Pierce. I mm-hmm. did. So there's that. I liked the characters. Um, y- there is one thing I will say. You can tell they rushed it, though. And here's how I know they rushed it out. Because the story is moving at a really slow pace through Acts 1, 2, and 3. And then in Act 4, in about three missions, we wrap the fuck up this story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. It's like... What's to be done about your sister and her son? Well, we yeah. wrap that up in one mission. Oh, but, and then, oh, what about the bad guy? Oh, wrap that up in the next mission. And then, oh, what about your former partner, Damien, who's been like a weird, like in between the whole time? Oh, let's wrap him up. <laughs> was it, even though it seemed quick, was it satisfying? So they jumped to some real big leaps. I don't know. Is there spoilers with what? Should I talk I don't about know. it? How old is not, it? I mean, Watch Dogs is 2012. Yeah, fuck it. You should have played it by now. Okay. So I'll be pretty brief, but like, so I did find out the girl who died, the six year old mm-hmm. who dies in the beginning that you're getting revenge on this whole time, I thought was your daughter. She has the same last name. It's actually your sister's kid. Okay. It's your niece. And I just always assumed it was the daughter because your name, last name's Pierce, her last name's Pierce, and I don't think your sister's last name is Pierce. But hmm. then they use the term niece all the time at the end. You killed my niece, my niece, my niece. Uh, and so it's really crazy because your sister's gotten over it, but you have. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Jackson's her son. And <laughs> so he's a real big focus in the very beginning, right? Your sister is a big focus. You really want to protect her. And he's a big focus. And then your sister gets kidnapped at the very beginning. And that's kind of the catalyst to the story. And Jackson runs away from home when he finds out his his mom's been kidnapped. And he's like 13, 14. And you go get him and drop him off with like a caretaker. And then Mm -hmm. like for a while they pretend like you care, like you have occasional. This whole game has like all these random phone calls. Like the map doesn't populate any of your icons or your next mission. And then all of a sudden... Like five minutes of, uh, well, not five minutes, but like two minutes of dead time where you can run around, get in cars, do whatever you want, goes by. And then all of a sudden you'll get a call and then it'll initiate the city again. Mm-hmm. Um, and you do some occasional calls where you're talking to the caretaker. And then like, that's like by like mission three or four of act two. And then they just fucking ignore it to like act four. <laughs> uh. 
And you keep threatening to hurt Damien if he doesn't let your sister go, but you get all the way to Act 4 before he, anything happens there either. And you just flat out find out where she is and you go rescue her, basically. Hmm. And they do it in a really bad way. They make you tell her where to go while looking through cameras to avoid uh, seeing enemies. And she is completely powerless. She's got a gun she picks up, but she never uses it. Man, they and still then, use that shit, man. Well, and then you get into you get her into a car. She runs away. And then the next mission is you meet up with her in the car. And then you have to get through this whole city without being seen by the cops. And I thought it was impossible until you find this little dirt road on the side that I went through, like I basically broke through a barrier by accident trying to dodge a cop at the very beginning. And I ended up on this dirt road. And if you just drive that dirt road straight, you eventually just end up where you need to be. So I was nice. like, fuck, they just wanted you to drive <clears throat> in this dirt road while you guys have a conversation. And then, so here's what's happened. You are friends with a hacker buddy. That hacker buddy kidnaps your sister. She's kept captive for like over a week. She has to shoot her way out. Because she does kill someone at the very beginning. She's all traumatized by this. Her son's been missing. She grabs her son, and they have to sneak you and the cops out of the city. And then she, like, asks you to come with her and, like, loves you. And I'm like, that is not how my sister would react. My sister would be fucking pissed. Yeah. And it's this morose, like, oh, no, we have to leave him and all this stuff, but I need to start my own life and this and that. And I'm just like, I don't like how that wrapped up. Hmm. And then um, the bad guy was okay. It's kind of interesting, like, how his arc went, so I'll just leave it be. And then you versus Damien was really stupid because what they do, and you might see, I don't know how you feel about this. I was back and forth about it. This whole game, you've been building up skills where you can get away from the cops by, like, shooting off pylons and changing stoplights and various other things where you can jam communications and you can do all this. And they just take it all away from you and give it in control of the bad guy. So the very end is every cop in Chicago is on your ass. And you have to go to three different locations that are all over the city. They completely get rid of fast travel. Mm. So you have to drive it. You lose control of all your defenses with the city. Somebody else takes them over. And you just have to go to these areas. And when you get to these areas, you can't kill cops. You can't be shot. And you have to just hide while it slowly uploads the virus at each of the three locations. And then when you do, like, all of a sudden, the city forgets you're there. Hmm. All the cops back off and <laughs> you're done. Okay. So I don't know how I felt about that, but it is frantic as shit. It reminded me of GTA 3 at the very end. You know what I mean? Right, right. So huh. and there's a lot of missions that kind of do that. They they loved to take your powers away in Act Four, which kind of annoyed me. Um, and they did have one mission that was really stupid, where um, you have to follow somebody and you can't hit them. You just have to drive behind them and slowly download stuff off of their phones. So you have to be in close proximity, <laughs> and whenever you'd get to about every ten percent or so, because you have to do a full hundred percent. They would just magically have your car slow down and his car speed up so he got away from you and then you had to go hunt him down again. Ugh. So they make some mistakes. Mistakes are made. But all in all, I got through it and I was happy I did. Watch Dogs was overall an enjoyable experience. A solid seven. It's funny when you mentioned the scene where you had to like use the security cameras and direct the sister out of mm -hmm. a, a jam. Because there's a scene like that in Modern Warfare. 
There is, yeah. Oh my god, they love that. They're shit. Just they love that shit, yeah. And they think they're switching it up, but they didn't listen to their playtesters when their playtesters were like, "I didn't mm-hmm. really enjoy this." But, <laughs> but anyway, uh, and but, then you know, that's good yeah. Time. And then and then there's a DLC called Bad Blood, and I was curious about it. Right, it was like twenty bucks, I think, when it first came out, or fifteen. But I got it on like some Uplay sale. I mean, all of these I got on cheap. Like I think I bought Watch Dogs on a Uplay sale for like four ninety nine, and then the DLC was mm-hmm. Uplay actually will put DLC on sale. So the DLC was like two fifty or something. Um, so I was like, let's boot this up and see what it is. You get to play as a different character, uh, a character that you do meet in the game. Uh, and I won't spoil who he is. It doesn't really matter because you don't meet him in the beginning. He just comes out of nowhere. But he's he's who you want, Rob. He's got a nose ring. He's got dreadlocks. He wears <laughs> so, goggles. So what he I wears want. he wears chaps. No, like he's the kind of like right when you think of like here is stereotypical hacker ass, you know, junkie type. You get him. So, and he always tells you not to touch his beer. That's <laughs> pretty good. So, um, but uh, but you get to play as him. And he's fun. He, he, his nickname is T Bone. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> anyway, did, did I write this guy? What's going on? I didn't know I was in game development. Apparently, I am. And the here's the only flaw: if you loved Watch Dogs, and especially if you had waited like three months, and then this DLC came out, it would have been perfect, right? Because it's just three more acts, a total of ten more missions. Uh, it's three, four, three. Three, three missions, four missions, three missions. Mm-hmm. And they are just repeats of same city, but they get rid of fast travel, which is one thing that's kind of annoying. Um, hmm. They get rid of all your fast travel. You basically have fast travel where you can jump around the city. You can still get on the subway, uh, the L, the elevated train in Chicago, and move around, but the, you could fast travel to your... Uh, save areas and those always put you kind of close to wherever you were going you know so you could do it immediately and right uh, with an ssd on my gaming rig like there's no load times like the moment i would pick it it would just load you over there which i'm sure on consoles took a lot longer um but uh anyway so they got rid of that so you're driving everywhere like you're driving it's a long drive it's like a five minute drive to each thing it did really remind me of san andreas like um but it was still enjoyable missions but it was just kind of more of the same they threw in a little rc car action for one of the Mm. missions but you're still doing the same things you always were doing um and so like it was fine i played six of the 10 missions and i was like ah i don't really care where this is going it's just more of the same i think i'm good if you really want to engage with it though they open up a bunch of side missions which are new type of side missions where Mm -hmm. you've like got to find the mole among the bad guys and you can kill all the bad guys except for the mole you got to knock him out so the cops can get to him and they got another one where there's just all new kind of like mini missions, basically side content. And they give you 20 of each of those. So a total of 60 different side content things to do. So it's a beefy little thing, especially with the campaign stuff. So right. it was probably a good deal. But like, again, I just, I wasn't looking to engage with that right now. Mm-hmm. So um, I played enough of it I, and I'm good with watchdogs, right? And I'm not ready to jump right into watchdogs too, but I'm good for now. You got other fish to fry. I do. I'm going to finish The Last of Us. Remember, I was playing each of the missions. Okay. It's kind of fucked up I'm playing this given the circumstances, but mm-hmm. we're in spring now. There you go. My wife, my daughter's on spring break. Everything just gets better in that game. Yeah, so I'm, 
I, well, I'm at the very end, right? Uh, oh, so I'm gonna finish better. that up, but I've never played Left Behind, which is that DLC. I heard it's good. Yeah, I, so I never play played that. it either. Yeah, I'll play that over the next couple of nights, and then Doom Eternal, all things yep. being equal, should mm-hmm. arrive on Friday. <clears throat> I was um, I thought of you because um, I was listening to Joe Rogan's podcast. Okay. A few days ago, and he had uh, Hugo Martin on. Oh, yeah. Creative director of Doom Eternal. Mm-hmm. So they were just talking about the game and stuff. <laughs> I thought of you. I was yeah, te- I know that. Uh, G- you, but then I didn't. <laughs> GameStop and Best Buy killed their midnight releases, but like I, I always was a big fan of just drop the shit at my door. Yeah. And if it gets delayed, which I don't think it will, you know, you can attest to this. Mm-hmm. The one thing that's not getting delayed is like mail and Amazon deliveries and stuff like that. So far, you know, it doesn't seem to be affected. Um, and so, uh, you know, but if it doesn't show up on Friday morning, I'll be fine. I'm good. I'll find right. something to play. I could start trying. <laughs> um, but, uh, and then um, uh, what I want to do once I get done with Doom Eternal and Resident Evil is, Trees, I'm going to start playing B-tier games. Mm-hmm. Got a bunch of B-tier games on the Xbox 360, and I was looking at my PlayStation 3, like, I made a bunch of cheap purchases. I've got, like, 85 pages of DLC, uh, of, like, not DLC, of, like, digital games I've bought or gotten through PlayStation Plus, and I'm going to start just downloading them and playing them, and it's like, Hydrophobia, is it shit? I heard it was shit, and I'll play it for, like, an hour, and I'm like, yep, it was shit, and then I'll quit it and just start into a new game. I'm going to start doing that stuff, and then if I love it, I'll just keep playing until I'm, I'm no longer into it. So, that's the goal. It's going to be the summer of B tier games for me. So I like it, man. Yeah, I like it. I'm just going to keep. I'm just going to keep collecting my old shit. There you go. What do Animal Crossing does come out soon? Yes, I'm not interested, but for those that are, I think you'll be very pleased. Mm-hmm. So, I like it. I'll listen to the Retronauts' history of Animal Crossing, though. <laughs> there you go. So that's what I'll do. But well, if you're cool with it, let's wrap up. Yeah. That was good. Yeah, so uh, contact us, gaming, contact GamingHistory101.com. We have the website, GamingHistory101.com, which I haven't done any writings in like a year, but uh, I post the, <laughs> the <laughs> I post some stuff up there, um, you know, and I finally released a lecture, so I got the TurboGrafx-16 slash PC Engine uh, lecture job. that's out there. Rang in at about 90 minutes, so you can go listen to that if you'd like. And... I, uh, uh, yeah, it's good. I was just looking at my Reddit, mm-hmm. and someone replied to one of my things, and his handle is anal mayonnaise. There you go. So there you go. This is it for you. I just have. That's your moment that of zen. I just looked down, <laughs> just as you were talking, and just seen it said anal anal mayonnaise has replied to you. Post. So, do you think it would be bad if I named this episode anal mayonnaise? <laughs> probably. Oh, yeah. It's probably bad that. taste. Yeah. It, it's okay. it. It conjures bad thoughts. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's over the deep end. We don't need to be crass for crass's sake. So, but uh, anyway, and I'm not going to do something snarky. Although I had a my I had a, a an inkling to just call the episode like what virus, but we don't need people to be thinking about it at all. This is to get your mind off of it. So that's right. But yeah, so if your dishwasher is exploding. There you go. <laughs> This will help you get your Ripping mind Ripping bird nests out of your dryer shoe. Yeah, this is all the issues going on. 
That is the sniffles, people. <laughs> Our houses are falling apart. <laughs> and I got to, oh, the last thing is in one of my windowsill, in one of my window trims trees. Yeah. I got to draw a chalk line. You know, I drew a, a small chalk line. Is this something eating is it, your house? Is that is is that mold spreading? Is it just dark like that, or is that mold? Yeah, you get a power wash it, my friend. Uh, it's inside. It's inside wood. Oh, inside. Trim. Oh, yeah. Inside wood trim on a window frame. Oh, so. sweet. Means water's leaking. The the, the good news is it's a ground floor with concrete flooring. So mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about subfloors going or anything like that. It's not a bedroom. It's way off on the side of the house. There's nothing above it. So got that going for me. If, it, if, it, if there is any mold, it's isolated to there. And I think it's just on the, it might just be wood rot, mm-hmm. but that's probably triggered by the same thing. But I'm going to try not to dig, dig into my wall. And I love my insurance adjuster. You know, every house has some mold growing in it somewhere. <laughs> That makes me feel real good. Um, but anyway. So. Nice. This planet is going to hell. <laughs> it's all falling apart. Anyway. All right, people. Well, until next week, happy gaming. Later.